Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Bad goal, Riri, burning down the Super Bowl halftime show. What'd you think? I loved it. You thought it was good? I mean, it just made you think that she's got... Every song's a hit. Yeah, right. Bangers. Bangers for days. Every single song was a hit. Yeah. And it was music that we grew up on, so we loved it. Yeah, right. Our generation was perfect And you know what I did like... Not most of all, but what I did like that added to it was that there were no additions, right? It was mm, just see, I was Rihanna. For one. I there could have been a ton. Drake, Jay Z. Yeah, two Jay Z songs back right. to back that she played. There could have been a lot of people that I she played all the lights by Kanye West. Yeah, but well, her I knew part, he went, I knew he ain't you knew he could <laughs> you knew he couldn't show up. But she and Eminem could have come in uh-huh. too at some point. And I like that it was just her. Just make I mean, it about it her. her. Show. Huh? It was I her liked show, it. No, yeah. but I because you've seen in the years past guest appearances that either were teased beforehand or not teased at all, and they were a complete surprise during the show. I like that it was just her the entire way through. What did you think of the the stage setup? Oh, I thought it looked like uh, in Super Smash Bros. That one. <laughs> I the, actually the saw levels. somebody tweet saying congratulations or, or thanks to Rihanna. Uh, congrats to Rihanna for performing the first halftime show on a Smash Melee yeah, like and course. I saw people like edit Kirby in and Bowser like, <laughs> jumping up. And like, Look out, Rihanna! Like, so I thought that was funny. I thought it was a cool stage, and I thought it was cheeky of her to say she was going to bring out someone extra that she had a big surprise. It ended up she was pregnant. That's all the it big is, surprise. But was. it was a big and surprise. She, it was a huge surprise. Because yeah, that's the, all everyone's talking about right now. crazy. They were like, yeah. oh, is she? Wait. Wait, like, wait a minute. Like, well, my wife who was with me and our friend and my sister texting everybody back and forth. What? When did this happen? Is this news? Is this real? And then they confirmed it afterwards. So a little cheeky from so Rihanna there. A couple of things I didn't know about Rihanna. A, this is the first concert she's performed on. Since like eight years ago. Yeah. Apparently. She, and she hasn't released an album since 2016, right? Something like that. And then she's married or the father of the kid is ASAP Rocky. Rocky is the first They didn't father. know that and either. I'm assuming the father of this one. They didn't know too. that either. You didn't know that. No. Oh, yeah. I guess I got to brush go up on my Rihanna of, uh, background info. ASAP Rocky's Fashion Killer song. You remember that song with him and Rihanna? I maybe. I'll, I'll show it to you okay. after the show. We can't play it on the air, though. I don't think it's, it's probably. a little dirty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's the father, and, and I thought she did a great job too. And you know, obviously she couldn't do her. I mean, I've never been to a Rihanna concert. I don't know what her usual shtick is. I'm assuming she couldn't do. A I'm big she got a little bit more choreography yeah. than that. But I think we all understand why she couldn't. And the dancers around her in the like 
the uh, they were cool. The yeah, the stage and the way that they you know presented her around right. these people was with the her in the red and everybody else in the white. I thought it was very aesthetically pleasing. The visuals were really cool for sure. So I give it an A. An I give a it an A. Yeah. I mean, show. back Again, to we're back. We're biased because it's our generation. But back to back, really good halftime shows. I maybe uh, what was the one before that? Weekend. Weekend. It was yeah. all right. It was okay. More Catchy people. Songs. More people were concerned about him going crazy in those tunnels. Yeah, you with remember the glass that? House, yeah. Like the fun house. What was the one before that? I can't do this. We're not going to do this game. Oh, uh, it was the Shakira and uh, J Lo one. I like that one. Bad Bunny came out for that one. There was a little surprise in that performance, but don't remember that. Uh, I will say this: the weekend. I mean, J Lo and Shakira they have hits, but like Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre have right, hits, right, right, and, right. and Rihanna has hits. Man, like every freaking song. Was Her like, catalog. It, it was, was just, and there were still songs she didn't play that were right, like right, incredible right. that are at the top of people's minds. So yeah, I, I like the Super Bowl halftime show. I think they did a good job this year. You know what I found out before the Super Bowl too that I found interesting. The NFL doesn't pay the artists to do the halftime. Really? They do it for free. And a lot of times the artists end up paying out of their pocket. Like last year, Snoop and Dre paid $7 million combined for no the way. performance for their set. I mean, $7 million. But the that's... exposure that you of get course. from the Super Bowl. But those people who get to do the halftime show don't need any more that's exposure. What you think, but they get so much more from doing it. Pe- new people get turned on to them. The reason that they don't get paid, and I think content, you still see got people, women mm-hmm. and men, who are extremely famous, like a a list, like Rihanna, do it, is because like it has been proven that over the past several years that the the artists that do the halftime shows sales the months following just skyrocket. Mm-hmm. Like they see a huge increase. I'm in sure. Streams yeah, I'm and sure. Sales. So, but it's not like a you're, c- you're breaking the, out moment. Kind no, but of it's thing also surprising career. that the NFL they don't pay doesn't them. Get any. Yeah, right. Like they just that, say that is something. Yeah, I did not realize that. How much power do you have when you can go to Rihanna and be like, "We want you to perform at the halftime show," and she's like, "I'd love to do it mm-hmm. just for free." Like, right. Yeah. How big of a of a stage are you mm-hmm. as the NFL at the Super Bowl? It's it's incredible the amount of power that that league has, and that league has a face. And it's Mr. Patrick Mahomes, the mm-hmm. two-time MVP. Looking at the Eagles side of things, we talked a little Chiefs in the last episode. I think the biggest thing that hurt them in this game was their lack of pressure on Patrick Mahomes. This is a team that was challenging the 85 mm-hmm. Bears for the sack record this year. Didn't get it, but was one of the most prolific sack-getting teams in the NFL. The first team to have four guys on their mm-hmm. defensive line have double, double digit digits. Sacks. Yeah. They had zero sacks. That to me was the biggest. That's surprise, the biggest reason right? why they lost too. Yeah, it had to ha- be. That was your bread and butter as a defense. And you had pressure. there were times when Mahomes was scrambling, and they like it's not just like there wasn't good. pressure. There was pressure. They just couldn't get him down. I think the Chiefs learned a lot from the Buccaneers Super Bowl, uh, and their actions in the draft and free agency has really shown that. Getting Orlando Brown to come in and play tackle, drafting Creed Humphrey in the draft as their center, who, mm-hmm. by the way, looks phenomenal. He's an alpha. Yeah. I really wish that the Steelers might have thought a little extra hard on taking him, but that's hindsight, and you can't go back and change the past unless you can. Great Scott! <laughs> but that, to me, the fact that he was able to escape, the fact that it didn't look like the Tampa Bay Kansas City Super Bowl where he was on his butt all the time. Mm-hmm. Was the hu- biggest, I mean, yeah, biggest reason it. why the Chiefs think about were able to win think about that, Lloyd, right? If if he doesn't have that kind of pressure or he doesn't have that kind of uh, hits taken that he had in what is that Super Bowl fifty five, I guess against Tampa Bay, 
Yeah, seems right. Yeah. He could probably win three. He could, we could be saying this guy is a three-time oh, yeah, Super Bowl champion. That was champion. the reason why they lost. Like, right? They, they couldn't keep up with Tampa Bay's offense because they just couldn't do anything on offense right. themselves. They had no time. So they knew that that was a problem. Mm-hmm. As great organizations do, they addressed it in the past two off seasons, and now that offensive line is a lot better. And Mahomes, I think, is smarter and knows how to play against pass rushes like that. But that, to me, was something that if I'm an Eagles fan. Obviously, they're probably upset at the refs in that call, first and foremost. But mm-hmm. if you can really take a good, hard look at the truth as to why you lost that game, I think it starts with your pass rush just just abandoning you in the biggest moment of the season. I mean, that's why your defense was so good. That's why mm-hmm. you dominated a lot of teams is because their offense was never able to get into a rhythm. They're always trying to run for their life against your pass rush. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you said Mahomes was running for his life a couple times, but – did it so effectively, and most of the time he wasn't running for his life. It was it was a huge, 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 I don't want to say choke job, but a very poor performance in the biggest moment yes. of the season for that pass rush of the Eagles. It was it was invisible out there. And you've got to give the Chiefs credit, of course, but at the same time, I think the Eagles would like to have that chance back and would all admit that they did not play their best game up front. On defense, yeah. For sure. Because I honestly they played awesome. Right. I mean, going into this game, I thought it was going to be the Eagles winning. And then it was going to have to be somebody on the Eagles defense who won MVP because I would have figured that, like it kind of happened, the Eagles were going to run the ball pretty effectively. But it wasn't going to be some kind of, oh my God moment where it's like that'll be remembered for forever and you have to give the MVP to Jalen Hurts. I would have guessed the game would have been won. By the Eagles' defense, just making life miserable for Patrick Mahomes, shutting him down, and that was going to be the winning formula. And for that reason, you you would have have to have given the MVP to somebody on defense, most likely Hassan Reddick, just because he's been the the best guy on that defense all season long. Invisible, one completely, tackle, yeah. Two quarterback hits for Reddick. They hit Mahomes five times, no sacks. They had one tackle for loss as a team. One time the Chiefs got negative yardage on a play that wasn't a penalty. Like, that that's night and day compared Crazy. to what the Eagles defense was at the beginning of the year. And the Eagles defense, I mean, has to take the line, share the blame, I think, in this one for the reason why they lost. I, I agree. Because Jalen Hurts— Now, yeah? they did spot the Chiefs a touchdown, the, the Eagles right, offense. Right, so we do have right. to remember that when we talk about their defense. Almost but, two, actually. But, hey, you couldn't get a single stop in the second half. No. Not one time did that right. hunter have to come onto the field. That that's not I mean, think about it. If Jarrett McKinnon falls into the end zone instead of going down to the one yard line. What a smart play by him. Oh, absolutely. Too, but everyone everyone was I yelling think, at him to get down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and he, he didn't knew. really have to think of that on his own. Yeah, right. And he knew to do it Kelsey's too. Right behind him. You get right. down or I'm tackling. And you. everyone who's watching that game is saying, You gotta go down, you gotta go down, like watching from home. I saw Gardner Johnson. The safety for the Eagles just like jog. Just stop. And I was like, oh, they're letting them score. Yeah, absolutely. I, That's what everyone was. You had to let them score as fast as you could or as fast as they could so you could have as much time as you want. Gardner Johnson needed to do a better job of, of selling. McKinnon yeah, I Running agree as with fast you. as he could towards well, him. I just saw, so McKinnon reacts like he normally does and dives into the end someone, zone. And someone, someone. He literally was staring at him and was just kind of yeah, like right. raving. Like, someone mentioned that he should have been running with him and then held him and him pulled, and pulled him, him in. into We've the end seen, zone. Wasn't it the Chargers that it was, did that? It was the Chargers and Browns yeah, the Chargers from like two seasons ago. Yeah, like that to get the ball back. And then I think the Chargers actually went down and won the game after doing that. So it ended up working. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Uh, 
great play by McKinnon to go down, but Garner Johnson's got to do a much better job of either pulling selling it in or it. selling that yeah. he's actually going to try to make a play because then you can get McKinnon to kind of, you know, just react Hes- like a normal just, game. Yeah, and be hesitate. like, oh, guys, right. come and attack right, me. Right, I'm going to try to right. get into the end zone here. So great play by McKinnon, though. Great heads up play to go down and that, that iced the game for them. Mm-hmm. So a, a really underrated play by McKinnon there. But if if he goes, say he goes into the end zone on that play, kind of feel like the Eagles are going to tie the game. Well, not only that, my point was to kind of put the emphasis on the Eagles' defense. If McKinnon falls into the end zone, that means all four of their second half possessions by the Chiefs were touchdown mm. drives. Mm. All four, all four. It ended up being all four of them were scoring drives, three touchdowns, one field goal. But could you imagine, Tom? Four drives in the second half, all of which resulted in a touchdown for the Kansas City Chiefs. You have to put the blame, or at least majority of the the blame, blame. on the Eagles' defense for that reason. Yeah, no question. Mahomes won the MVP, but I don't think he was the best player on the field in the game. No, it was Jalen Hurts. It was Jalen Hurts. Yeah. And I really wonder, Jacob, if he didn't fumble and let the Chiefs score, would he have won MVP in a losing effort? Wow. Because that's the one blemish. it's happened before. Yeah. And I saw somebody tweet last night that if they don't give Jalen Hurts the MVP tonight, they'll never give it to the losing team again. And I kind of think they're right about that. But I also push back a little bit and say, but he did have the fumble. So there's right. a very there's a reason. There's, there's a, a good thing reason, you can point right. to and say, this is why we didn't give it to him. He fumbled and they scored on the fumble. On that play. So therefore, we couldn't give him the MVP. But. He was the best player. He threw for 304 yards and a touchdown, and he had 70 yards rushing, most rushing touch, most rushing yards by a quarterback in the NFL mm-hmm. in a Super Bowl, and most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in a Super Bowl. Tied Terrell Davis for the most rushing touchdowns overall in right, a Super Bowl. Right, by any three. player. Imagine if you took that prop bet. Three-time touchdown score from Jalen Hurts. Whew, that was probably a pretty, pretty penny. Jalen Hurts to me, I mean, I, I, I feel for the guy. I do too, man, because like, Guy gets benched at Alabama. Mm-hmm. He's going to win a national championship. Tua comes in and wins it. He goes to Oklahoma. He makes the playoffs with Oklahoma. And, and then he falls to a second-round draft second pick. Round. Sh- ha- Put it this way. Had a season worthy of the MVP. I'm not going to say he should have won MVP, but he had a season worthy of winning an MVP in any given year. But Mahomes is just a freak and had a better year. So unlucky as far as his timeline is concerned of when he had this season to get the MVP award. And then he goes to the Super Bowl. He gets there before Tua. So oh, yeah. It's, it's kind of right, like right, that right. big moment, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. I, I'm in the long run, I'm ending up being better than Tua was. And he balls out in the Super Bowl, too. Mm-hmm. It's not like the stage is too big for him at all. Like, in fact, I think the opposite of Hurts now. Like, every question I had about him, stage being too big, we don't know what he's doing. Uh, he was there for it. Every box is checked. Because Hertz his is passes Hurts is fine. a dude now. Right. Like, a guy that I trust in big games. Yeah, He's right. proven that to me. And he played, I think, the best football of anybody in the biggest game yesterday. So uh, if I'm an Eagles fan, it stings, obviously. But, but you man, don't feel bad, yeah. Right now, man. Right. I'm real happy with it. It's him. not like the Carson Wentz thing where he's going to go down and you have this controversy of do I start Nick Foles or I start Carson Wentz? I mean, no, you got your dude for the next five, ten years. You assume years so. If he stays you assume yeah. so, yeah. I mean, I. I don't see him dropping off of a cliff production wise. You can never predict hurt, it though. Yeah. But I don't right. see it happening. He's he's a very dynamic player and, and again he proved that he's more than just a running quarterback. Twenty seven for thirty eight for three hundred and four yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He was not not shy to throw the deep ball at all. 
he had that one ball no, right. A.J. Brown, which, by the way, you want to talk about a clinic on beating double coverage as a receiver? AJ His Brown adjustment to the short, ball, right. Went up, right. everybody bit, and then he went into the end zone. And right. His basket. adjustment to the ball was incredible. That's elite receiver play, mm-hmm. folks, just so you know. And remember how we had said coming into this game, Jalen Hurts had been, what, 4 of 12 on deep passes, and 6 of those 12 had been wildly inaccurate. Whatever, like the 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 depth of range, right? Ten yards away from the receiver is is reason to define it as completely inaccurate. Half of his deep passes in the playoffs were that, and he did not look wildly inaccurate at all last I night. I don't know. I think the shoulder was a lot healthier too. Mm-hmm. The the left shoulder, not his throwing shoulder, that was that was bothering him and kept him out of a couple of games uh, in the regular season. But if I'm the Eagles and I look at, you know, where we're at as a team in, in the future, I think it's very bright. I, I don't see any reason why you shouldn't go into next year thinking you're the favorite in the NFC. San Francisco's mm-hmm. got to figure out their quarterback situation. What else is new? Is it Groundhog Day around here? I mean, every year <laughs> the Niners go into the season thinking, we've got a great roster. Mm-hmm. We just got to figure out that damn quarterback situation. The Cowboys are obviously going to be a thing, but I, I think if you're Philly, you're pretty confident versus Dallas, mm-hmm. right? Like you feel like you're the better team in that equation and the better coach team, of course, and just an overall more clutch unit. Like, do you have any reservation in saying Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott right now? That Dak Prescott is better? No, Jalen Hurts is better than Dak. I have no pushback on that. I mean, why would you? Exactly. So if I'm the Eagles fan, I'm not super worried about the Cowboys. You got the better no, quarterback. No, I think. I think San Francisco is the only team that's capable How of beating. How worried are you of them, though? But that's the thing. They don't have a quarterback. I, I know. So, like, can like, you really be that worried? I, I don't I, know. I think every – so you have San Francisco, and then every other team in that conference, to me, is is just looked upon by the Eagles as you you are by far and away the better team. The only team that could give you pause is San Francisco, but you have such an advantage at the most important position that I don't think it matters anyways. I'm trying to think of teams that maybe sneak up, like the Lions maybe get better. And, no, and get I mean, enough. no, 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 no. No team is as well put together as the Eagles are the best put together team. Better than Kansas City. Kansas City just won that game. Yeah, so I, I, if I'm an Eagles fan... It stings, but I, I think you've got a very nice window here to win um, with all the talent that you have on offense and uh, defensively a- as well. And, and it's a front office that has shown that it is willing to go for it. I mean, they go out and they get C.J. Gardner right. Johnson on defense. They go out and they sign a bunch of guys. A.J. Brown. Uh, Robert Quinn they go out and trade right. for in the middle of the season. A.J. Brown. Uh, it's a team that is willing to put resources towards winning now. So I, I think that it's tough to predict that they'll get back to the game mm-hmm. because it's it's football mm-hmm. and, and stuff happens. But I feel strongly that both of these teams that played in Super Bowl 57 will be back in the game before Super Bowl 60. Let's put it that way. And they're not a team like San Francisco who had to trade away all these future round draft picks to get a guy like Trey Lance, right? They still have picks available to them. Exactly. So, like they didn't like how San Francisco traded up to the third overall pick to get Trey Lance. Philadelphia just used a second round draft pick on Jalen Hurts. Yeah, it's great drafting from them and mm-hmm. finding a franchise guy in the second round like that. They're going to have to pay him soon, though. And that's right. always a problem when it comes to the quarterback position. 
that's an interesting one to see, to see where he he lands on the spectrum of of, of payday, Jalen Hurts, because mm-hmm. he's they're gonna argue that he's not Mahomes, Burrow, you know, Allen worthy of that kind of contract. But I think his agent and him are gonna argue that yeah, he is worthy. If of the that Eagles contract. go out and pull off another thirteen or fourteen win season next year, win a playoff game or two, and I, no, I, no, Bowl. I think go to like. You have to you have to just say yes. Jalen Hurts is a top five guy in the in the league right now. He's 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 MVP worthy of the regular season. If they get to the Super Bowl, he'll probably be the reason if they win it worthy of winning the Super Bowl MVP as well. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have Hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard. But All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. And on the Chiefs side of things, I mean, they're just going to be rolling for years and years to come. If this wasn't the year that was a speed bump in the road for them after what they did this past offseason, then I don't know what's going to be the speed bump. There's just not Mm going to be one until Mahomes falls off. Hangs up. Because it's it's just overwhelming. How, how, I mean, like... We were we were so taken aback when Andrew Luck decided to retire early. If Mahomes does that, I'm not saying I, I've heard reports. I'm j- putting out a, a strict hypothetical. If he does that in like the next two or three years, what happens to the league? What's what's the response? What's the reaction? Uh, devastation from the potential that you could have potential greatness that you could have seen in front of you. One thing I will say I wanted to say about the Chiefs though. I think they're going to have a really good running game moving forward because this Pacheco dude. Yeah, he's a dude. He runs really hard, man. 15 carries, 76 yards, 5.1 on average, and he scored a touchdown in this game. And it hurts to watch him get tackled. Like, he really lowers the shoulder on these defensive players and and is a tough SOB to bring down. So another great draft pick from them. He's a rookie this year. Yeah. And I think that they've been kind of searching for that guy to – not, you know, turn into a run-dominant team, but be a good option in the running game. Mm-hmm. You know, Clyde Edwards-Elair was a first-round pick a few years back, just didn't pan out. Mm-hmm. McKinnon that they bring in is is a nobody, really, when it but comes he's, to But he's, he's a great, he's a career backup guy. Yeah. And he's great in that role. But I think they got him in Pacheco. Or at least after one season of Pacheco, he's, the he's guy not going to be a top-five running back. But he's their guy. But you don't need him to be in Kansas City because you're passing right. the ball all the time anyway. He's and, a perfect complement. And if I was Andy Reid, his physicality is what I would like the most. Is because think about how you're going to wear those defensive backs down if he gets into the second level. 
and they right. have to tackle him. They're going like, to be sore, and then that's going to open up Mahomes and Kelsey to just torch them through the air. So uh, you want to have the balance, of course, in the NFL, but I think Reed likes it even extra, a little bit extra because of how physically punishing Pacheco is as a runner. No, I agree. He's and, so small. like He's so compact, too. Like You wouldn't think of him as this bruiser, but he is. He's just a tough guy. In the last couple of years, I mean, only this year was the first year just because they traded the guy away, but ever since... Clyde Edwards-Helaire came into the league with the Chiefs. They were using Daryl Williams as like kind of like a one-two back. Not just Clyde Edwards-Helaire was the guy. He just wasn't panning out as a first-round talent. And Daryl Williams was getting a ton of carries. Now Daryl Williams is gone. I don't think that it's going to be the same case, though. Just because Pacheco has worked out and you still have Edwards-Helaire, I think it's just Pacheco's job now. Well, I mean, Edwards-Helaire wasn't even... He didn't even dress in the Super right. Bowl. Reed decided he to was activated, back. but then wasn't even dressed. He wasn't even allowed to play. So I think it's particular. And just it goes to show that you just never know in the draft. And uh-huh. that's a good way to end this episode because we're going to be doing a lot of draft stuff coming up. That's the the real well free agency and then the draft are the mm-hmm. two big steps into the new NFL season. Edwards Allaire was a first round pick, number thirty two. They got Pacheco in the seventh round last right. year. Right, like you just you never know. You just never know mm-hmm. where you're going to end up finding your guy. I think especially at that running back position. All right, when we come back, I want to talk a lot more about the Chiefs in the AFC and what the Steelers need to do to kind of close the gap, kind of get into a – create a team that you would feel comfortable going into Arrowhead, playing the Chiefs in a big game, and not just thinking, this ain't going to go well before the game kicks off. So what do the Steelers need to do to close that gap? We'll we'll try to – Posture, I guess, into that uh, question when we come back. But right now, I want to tell you that you can listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere through your smart speaker. You just say, Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio from iHeart, and our girl Alexa is going to take care of the rest. So we're going to switch gears here. We're going to talk some Steelers football and what we think they need to do to get, I don't want to say to the level of the Chiefs and the Eagles, but at least close enough where you don't think it's just a wash anytime mm-hmm. they step on the same field as teams like that. So that's on the way next. He's Jacob Brick, I'm Tom Opperman, and this is the Steelers Standard. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 